one man, one jar. What is that thing called? Where the dude sticks the jar up his ass and it breaks. What? You never heard? You never? You never heard about that video? Nope. Dude was. You watch some sick stuff. I I've never seen it. I've just heard about it. And it's some guy that that took a glass jar mm. and put it up his ass, and as he was trying to insert it, it breaks. And he spends the rest of his, the video trying to take mm. shards of glass out of his butt. Dance, monkey, dance. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? How's everything? Oh, just fantastic. It's been a couple of nice days. Yeah, not not too much. Plus, hot. there was that sports ball thing on. <laughs> no, not when you're in the house with air conditioning. Oh, there you go. Did you? So yeah, not bad. Did you, did you watch the sports ball? It did not. I watched a Modern Family marathon instead. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Entertaining. No, but I and I did my research and watched all the commercials and the trailers and okay, the roller boogie halftime. <laughs> did you watch it? Yeah, it's the only time I ever watch football. So I figured what the hell was it exciting? It was, you know, whatever it, I mean the, the last, the last, (laughs) so it went into overtime, which never happens. Um, and it was, it was nail biting till the end, which I guess makes it better than a complete blowout or, you know, just a boring game. So it was, you know, there's a little bit of excitement in it, but, I mean, I'm not. I wasn't rooting for either team. Um, no, you weren't team Team Taylor. Well, okay. So the only reason I wanted the the Kansas City Chiefs to win is because I knew what it would do to the fucking crowd that hates her. And right. I get tickled by that. So I was like, if if that team wins, <laughs> and that's great because then they're going to be all pissed off, and they all were. So you know, hey, whatever. I personally don't understand the hate like you know okay so she's an outspoken woman in her 30s to, it's a way to deflect from the real issues I guess that's all it is these stupid people I mean I just hope the Pennsylvania is safe because you know I'm scared that they're gonna just take it away oh yeah well there's been a lot of stupid things said this week. Stupider than usual. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse. Yeah, we, we've got, what, six or seven more months of this? Eight months? When's the thing? Uh-huh. November? So, yeah. 
I mean, I'm personally looking forward to when, you know, Nikki Haley dro- eventually drops out and has to kiss Trump's ass. You know, what a great leader he is. <laughs> and it's like, uh, that's not what you were saying fucking eight months ago. I mean, do you think he's like paying people off from millennials through a divorce fund? Oh, I, don't I mean, know. why would any of these people who were so, so derogatory of him suddenly support him? It just, it's the whole thing's fishy. Well, Tim Scott wants to be vice president, so he's going to kiss his ass no matter what. Well, he's a moron. You know, if you put if if you put a gay black guy on the ticket, then you know they think that they're just going to attract all the gay black people, or the gay and the black people. Oh, he's gay. Well, I mean, there there was that rumor where oh. like he didn't have a girlfriend, he wasn't married. Everybody in the Republican Party was like, "You need to get a girlfriend because this looks suspicious." And it was just like, well, maybe wasn't just... he dating like Rosario Dawson or something? Tim Scott, no. No. Okay, somebody was. That was wasn't that like Cory Booker or somebody like that? Oh, Cory Booker. Yeah. Yeah, I I get them confused. <laughs> they look alike. Christ. Oh my god. What? Uh, They're both tall, bald, black guys. <laughs> Okay, we'll go with that. Except for liver lips, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, did you you see any commercials that you liked? Um, yes. I have already ordered my Dunking tracksuit. That should be here (laughs) next week. Really excited about that. Was it because um, they were they were talking in a Boston accent? I, is why you liked it so much? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like being home. I mean, I'm sure the people from Boston are the only ones who said this commercial is the best thing ever, <laughs> and everybody else is like, "That was stupid." <laughs> um, I like the Tina Fey one. Okay. With all with all the different people playing her different types of tina on vacation yeah with gang with glenn close i like the anthony hopkins one okay yes and a couple of people from 30 rock uh dot marie jones who was a world-class arm wrestling champion um the michael Sarah one was okay okay the scorsese ones were a little out there Like yeah. that's all he's got to do now is do commercials for a website. Well, you know, hosting company. He's he he's pissed at Marvel for making you know successful movies. So I guess he feels like if he's in commercials, he'll be more mainstream. I don't know. Oh yeah, that could be it. That's going to help him. <laughs> I did like the one where everybody is ignoring the aliens. They're just like going oh, about their yeah. day. They're yeah. at the park, you know, and then, then they text everybody. Yeah. I will. Um, I will say. There I think... were two commercials. That... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you first. There were two commercials that did the flash dance song. Did you notice that? 
I, I noticed one. I don't I don't know if I saw the other one. There was the nerds one. Did you? Yes. What was the and other? then the T-Mobile one with T-Mobile with Jason Momoa. Oh, they did that too. Oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they did like the water thing. Yeah. And I had no idea that Momoa could sing unless he was dubbed. But mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to dub anybody, dub Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite regular television commercial of the night, and it's the longer one that's online is the Paramount one with Patrick Stewart. Yes. I love the fact that he's leaning into his, his pop culture-ness as he gets older. Cause I, yep. I don't think Patrick Stewart 15 mm-hmm. years ago would have done this, but he's, he's oh, all no. about it now. And like him screaming at Drew Barrymore to shut her face and like, like what if you yes. had a what if you what if we had somebody with a football shaped head? And like they go to to Hey Arnold and the guy's like I'm not throwing a kid. Huh? And then he like he throws off the thing he's like well if you're not man huh? enough. <laughs> right? But it's so it's so and out there. Creed is here. And Creed is here. <laughs> and then like like oh what if we have somebody that's got pig skin and then it's it's Peppa Pig and it's like oh, okay. Yes. It just looks like they're all having fun, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also like the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. W- did you? I did. I thought it was funny. Like a good neighbor. Because he's making fun of himself. hmm And, I like, like 15 years ago, he wouldn't have been making fun of himself. Like, he would have... He, right. Like, he, he's leaning into that, too, and, like, getting Danny DeVito involved, and, like... You know, mm-hmm. I just thought that that was brilliant because everybody's been wanting them to do something since since um, twins and like, right? It just you know, it's it's nice to see them not taking themselves so seriously. And the Duncan ones with with Matt Damon and and Affleck, mm-hmm. like I thought that was really good too. Apparently, our friend Mario is in the Uber Eats commercial with Jen- um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh really? He's in a background somewhere. He he put it on Facebook oh. that he like circled circled himself in the back. Oh well, that's good. But you know. takes the guesswork out of it. Yeah. Good good for him. Yeah. Did he wear Ross? No. No. Poor guy. <laughs> now, what did you think of the movie trailers? Uh. Did- um, Planet of the Apes looks really good. Yeah, it it looks like it's a continuation of the Charlton Heston ones. Well, it's it's based on the the other three that they did. Um, right, right. But the look of the humans and yeah, well, this this apparently takes know, place a couple stuff. of hundred years after the last one. Oh wow! So okay. so it's not Caesar. Caesar is now legend, and like, I think right. it's his descendants or whatever it is now living in a world where the the apes have won and they are in charge of the planet. Hmm. 
Yeah, I liked that one. Uh, I liked the Kung Fu Panda one. Okay. <laughs> with the little rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> who attack them, and then they turn back into rabbits, and they're like, violence makes our tummies tingle. <laughs> That was funny. Uh, I liked Deadpool and Asshole. Uh-huh. Interested in, in seeing that one when it comes to cable. Did, I, I really enjoyed the full version of that where, like, the TVA show up. and Yes. And he's like, hey, 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 hey. And he shuts the door and he's like, is that supposed to be scary? Because, look, pegging is not new with me, but it is for Disney. And then he looks yes. in the camera. Yes. I'm yes, Marvel that's going to be a very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's see where that goes. So, so the prevailing theory online is that um, everything from the movie is taken in the first act of the film for that trailer. They're not going to give anything away from the sec- the, the, the second two thirds of it. And they're only okay. going to show things from the first third so that they're, they're not giving away the big twists or anything, which, you know, I appreciate because lots of times they spoil sure. too much shit. So. Right. I think the twisters trailer, I think that movie is a little unnecessary. I don't know if we need to say anything else about tornadoes at this I, point. Yeah, it's, it's, a sequel it's kind of a remount yeah I'm not sure yeah, I, I see no reason for it I mean the first movie was so good yeah. why would you try to do something else you know and look I like Glenn Powell like I think Beverly Hills he's top five right well I like Glenn Powell I think he's a great actor the things that he's done in the past couple of years yeah. have like really showcased his talent as an actor how he got roped okay. into this, I'm not really sure. I don't know if they just backed the money truck up to him and was like, hey, you're going to do this. Or what. But it's 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 a strange choice to do something from 1996. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Now, since I've never seen what the, else did you the, like? the play, you're going to have to tell me what you thought of Wicked and how that translated. I'm a little nervous about that. Okay. First of all, it's a musical, and they're not telling you it's a musical, <laughs> and they're not telling you it's so fucking long, it's going to be in two parts, and it's got Ariana Grande in it. Yeah. So, you know, there's a strike for me. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, the look of it is too CGI. That's what I was thinking. I mean, obviously it's, it's fake. It's a place that doesn't exist. Right. But the play was, was very steampunky and gritty. Okay. And this is all like very pretty fantasy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've I've never seen the musical. Um, I've never seen the play. I, I don't know any of the music. Um, I grew up on the Wizard of Oz, so I'm I'm interested to see 
how it all ties together. I mean, there's shots of Dorothy in mm-hmm. the trailer. So does this does Wicked take place across that? Uh, it's about the transformation of the Wicked Witch of the West into the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. And you see she has something to do with the Tin Man and the Woodsman and or the Tin Man, the Lion, the Scarecrow. Okay. And in the play, there's a scene that's that's done behind a curtain. So it's just the the um, shadows of them. Okay. But it's when she throws the water on on the Witch of the West. It's that scene. Okay. So it looks like they're going to do that, I guess. Like without like yeah. silhouettes. Okay. Because that's what I was confused about. Yeah. I, that, I always um, thought it was about I, the Wicked Witch, but I was like, why am I seeing Dorothy? Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of odd. Okay. I tried reading the books, and the books were as, as hard to read as Tolkien. Oh, really? Just the language wasn't flowing, and there were all these unnecessary names of places and stuff okay. and there I don't know how many books he ended up writing there were two one about the witch of the west and one about the cowardly lion but I couldn't get through either one of them okay and a lot of the musical was incorporating more of the wizard of oz into it okay gotcha I mean, I will I will watch it at some point. Okay. It, it wasn't a movie that I said, oh, yeah, I have to go see that on a big screen, like The Color Purple. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Movies haven't been doing too well lately. No, I guess the Argyle movie tanked pretty hard. Yeah, that's too bad. It looks really funny. And it may be that it just... I'm sure it'll be streaming in a week. Yeah, I mean, it it could be a really good movie, and it just never found an audience. Right. You know, I mean, that shit does happen. If it's released at the wrong time, I mean, it was released in the beginning of the year. When, right. you know, there's weather it been and a summer movie. things that keep you out of the theater, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Very bizarre. Yeah. What did you think of the big halftime show? Look, I I am not the intended audience. Um there were a couple of there were a couple of songs that they sang that I went, "Oh, I didn't realize that was Usher." Because I don't listen mm-hmm. to Usher, like like that's not my jam. So I'm just like, right. okay, whatever. I'm always, I'm, I'm always, um, what's the word? I'm always appreciative of the amount of work that goes into those halftime shows. Um, you know, it's not just thrown together. There's a lot of choreography. There's a lot of things that go into like the coordination of it. But that being said, people like Usher and the people that performed at the halftime show, Post Malone, 
um, those types of people mm-hmm. are not meant for she me or her. <laughs> yeah, correct. So, so it, it's all about the spectacle. Yeah, and it's it's, and I think they achieve that playing to the younger audience that is watching because maybe they want to see Taylor Swift or maybe they want to see, maybe they're, they're at home with their parents and their parents are watching the super bowl and they relate more to those people. Like there are business reasons why they pick who they pick for the, the halftime show. Um, you know, when, oh, of course. when we were younger, of course. yeah. And when we were younger and it was more people that were geared towards us, I think that was more exciting for us, but like, I honestly don't think that I've enjoyed a halftime show probably since Lady Gaga. Um, but because okay. of of her being a, a good performer um, and I was able mm-hmm. to appreciate that this, I appreciate the work that went into it, but I didn't like the music. But again, it's not me. It's not for okay. me. So, um, you know, wearing look tons of layers of clothing in the middle of the desert is a bold choice and you know coming out sweaty is a thing I guess but you know well I mean that's any performance after like two songs you just look like shit Uh, yeah especially if you're Taylor and they're like making you up in between each (laughs) song right well and look I do appreciate that CBS specifically had a camera for the booth that she was in that probably shot nothing else but Mm -hmm. Taylor so that they could insert her at the right time so that they know that the audience that was watching that doesn't watch football and was only watching for her was happy every time that they saw her. You know, it's all business decisions at that point. Do you think they had a, do you think they had a producer who was, just watching that feed the entire night and and tagging things i think oh she just did this oh she's you know she's cheering i think that they were very um they were very aware of when her boyfriend was playing um when he was Mm -hmm. when he was on the field when he was off the field and i think once they were saying they probably had somebody in the producer's ear saying Kelsey's on the field. Okay, ready that camera in case he catches the ball. And I think they had a they had right. there was some communication that like if he makes a play, you cut to that camera. Because they didn't do it when he wasn't on the field. It was only when Kelsey was playing and he mm-hmm. was making catches and stuff. Towards the end when like shit was on the right. line and everybody was out on the field, they kept cutting back to her and I was like, "All right, that's fine um but there there was definitely a meeting there had to have been a meeting somewhere in the last week of them going we need a camera that's specifically on that that um that booth that skybox and we'll cut to her whenever kelsey's out there Mm -hmm. because i mean they're not dumb they know exactly what they're doing so Oh, of course. You know. <laughs> so besides the um the the modern family marathon, what else did you watch this week? Anything good? Oh. 
I've been exercising my Netflix account. <laughs> okay. And I watched two things. I watched a series called Lock and Key, which was really cool. I'd seen the graphic novel of it, and I thought, oh, I'm going to watch this at some point. And I never got around to it. And there was like nothing else on, there was nothing else to watch. So I watched all three seasons. Okay. And it's really interesting. It's this um, family that moves back to their to their father's um, hometown after the father's been murdered by one of his students at the high school, and they're in this big mysterious house, and they keep finding these strange keys. And they all have some sort of like magical powers to them. Okay. And then they, there's a, another part of the story where there's um, demons who are trying to get all the keys so they can open the other dimension and, and take over the earth. And that goes through the three seasons. I really liked it. Okay. I really liked it. Um, the kid who was in Falling Skies is one of the leads. Okay. I don't remember Falling Skies, the I, I Spielberg do. TV show. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, it was just really entertaining. The first one was was like a very family oriented kind of season, and then the second and third got darker and darker. So. I, I would think you and the kid might like it. Okay. I would I would I would think you would like it. You should check it out. Okay. I think I've seen commercials for it when season one came out. And I think it was one of those things that Probably that I had put on a list that I had never gotten around to. Mm, that's what I had done. <laughs> so I got around to it. Okay. Uh also watched this this quirky movie called Scotland PA okay with Christopher Walken it's a retelling of the story of Macbeth that takes place at a burger joint <laughs> okay it's very it's very odd but it's very entertaining so there's like the three witches well the three witches are three stoners one of them's Andy Dick <laughs> and um Christopher Walken plays uh, Detective McDuff. Okay. And it's it's just very funny. It's very surreal. It features a McDonald's type restaurant called McBaths. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be in the right mindset for it. But I I thought it was pretty fun. Okay. And then I rewatched a classic for I don't know. How many times I've seen this movie, but Princess Bride. Oh, okay. It just does not get old. It's got such great casting. It's got a good story. Um, it's just a fun movie. Yeah, it's a very, you know, it's it's a very fun. And I don't know how it would translate to people now. Like if you've never seen it. Um, you know, it's it's a different it's it's a movie it's a movie from made in a different way. It's 
it's very much uh-huh. a um a fantasy being told through the through storytelling um and I know that like my kid has seen clips of it and she's like, I don't understand what's going on. And I've been like, well, you should watch the whole thing. Like we should watch it. And she's, she's always been like, I don't know. I don't like the way it looks. So I don't know if how great it would translate to people now, but I mean, it's growing up yeah. in the eighties. It was one of those things that was like always on TV. Right. Right. So, yeah. Mowage. <laughs> I mean, Billy Crystal has, has Magic Max. Yep. And his wife, Carol Kane. Yep. I don't think that means what you think I, it means. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's got a really young Carrie uh, like Elway's in it. Tomato. Mm-hmm. It's got um, Mandy Patinkin in it. It's got Andre the Giant. If you're a old school wrestling fan, mm-hmm. he always said that he really appreciated being in that movie because they didn't treat him any differently. I guess on set, okay. like, like they treated him as an actor, and he said he had never experienced that before because he was always he's always the butt of the joke everywhere he went. Sure. And so, like, he was really appreciative of, like, Rob Reiner and, like, the cast being, like, no, you're just one of us. Like. Right. Well, I watched something this week that um, I watched so you didn't have to. Okay. I watched the new Aquaman film. Mmm. The amount of was it everything you hoped for that you had that I experienced through this two hours was unfucking believable. Really? So I guess so. So the first movie made a billion dollars, and so okay. what they did in this one was through narration and clips, they tell you most of the story of the first one again. In case you didn't see it. And I was like, <laughs> it made a billion dollars. Whoever saw that one is going to see this one. Um, right. And you could tell that at a certain point, because they, they kept having to go back for reshoots because the way that DC was handling and Warner Brothers was handling the shift and tone of like, this is the last DC extended universe movie you could tell where those reshoots were and Mm -hmm. them just throwing shit at the wall to be like, what if we said this? What if we did this now? They rip off Marvel a bunch of times. The movie ends with straight out of black Panther. um, The people of Atlantis going to the United Nations because it's time to um, reveal themselves and to work with the world with their technology. So it's straight out of Black Panther. And I'm like, well, that's fucking weird, but okay. The last line is Jason Momoa talking in front of the UN and he looks at everybody and goes, I'm Aquaman. So they're ripping off Iron Man now. 
<laughs> and I'm like, okay. So like, it's just her at one point. Um, Arthur calls his brother Orm Loki. And I was like, and it's on purpose. Like they're, they're talking about how they don't get along. And he says something about, okay, Loki. And it's like, so you're just ripping off all of the better shit because you know, this ain't going anywhere. Right. It was painful. And for all the shit that happened with, um, Amber Heard and the Johnny Depp thing, Mm -hmm. she's in the movie. Um, but I think she only has five lines in the whole two hours. Okay. She's just relegated to in the background shot of her looking angry or on a, on a seahorse chasing somebody. (laughs) There's one point where she gets shot with something where they're like, you're like, you could just kill her off. Like right here, this is it. This uh, here's how you get rid of her. But no. And I guess it was one of those things of like, she's not going to be this character anymore. They're not bringing her back. So let her ride it out, I guess. To where, you know, interesting, you know, with the Johnny Depp thing, they were expecting to not just do another Fantastic Beast movie, but like three more after that. So I think right. their decision there was like, you know, we're going to get, we're going to fire him because of this or something. I don't like it. It's a, it's a weird thing to pull one person out of a movie and not another, but it is, it is truly two hours of pain. Like, wow. Tomorrow Morrison is the butt of a joke. And at one point, and you're like, it's Tamara Morrison, man. Like that dude could kill you with a look. Like what the fuck are you doing? Right. But I will hand it to fucking Jason Momoa who worked out a deal where 90% of the film is him in his normal street clothes where oh, really? I guess he just rolls on set and they're like action because every, <laughs> every time that you've seen him, like, like outside of movies, yeah. he's wearing that in the movie. Wow. And it's just like, does he right, have a clothing line to pitch? I, I don't know. He's only in the Aquaman outfit like two times. Wow. And okay. like the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, then the, the gigantic portion in the middle, he's just in his street clothes. And I'm like, all right, homeboy's comfortable. I'll give him that fine. But yeah, it, it was, it's not worth seeing. If you like the first one, just think of it as a contained movie. You don't really have to see this one. Okay. Cause it's not good. Hmm. Well, can't say I'm surprised. Yeah. I also, because I was bored and I had nothing else to watch, caught up on Night Court. And, okay. Um, I don't know. You're just a glutton for punishment, aren't you? I am. I. Okay, so what, what prompted that was because I saw a picture of um, David Larroquette. Booth Polly? No, I, oh. I saw David Larroquette dressed as a Klingon. And yes. if, if you don't know David Larroquette, Larroquette, or John Larroquette, I'm sorry. John Larroquette. John Larroquette was a Klingon in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. And yes. so I was like, okay, well, I kind of have to watch now to see what why he's dressed as a Klingon. 
the story was stupid. Didn't make a whole lot of sense in the grand scheme of things. Um, but then I saw a picture of Kutha Pali and I was like, well, I guess I got to watch the next one now. And that one was painful too. They just yeah. don't know how to write this show. It's just so fucking no. bad. They, they keep thinking they're going to strike gold and they're not even coming close to that. No. I mean, probably the best episode was the one with Marsha Warfield in it. Yeah, I guess. And that doesn't say a lot. No. Unfortunately. No. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll watch any more. I know I said that before and then no. I watched more of it, but. Well, now that there's actually stuff starting to be on TV again. Yeah. Oh, I know. Did did we talk about, because we didn't do the show last week. Did we talk about the ending of Percy Jackson? Or were we still waiting for the last episode? No, I think we were waiting for the last episode. <laughs> so, so for a decent show, they kind of fumbled the landing. In my yeah. opinion. I, I, I don't know what they were thinking. It literally is the... Um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King five endings episode they literally deal with Ares the god of war in a minute and a half mm-hmm. and I was like okay I thought we were going to get down to the underworld and like there was going to be this big battle and Percy's father was going to show up and like a giant war ensued and you know, there's going to have to be a sacrifice and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Oh no, we're going to, we're going to go back and we're going to wind up on a beach and Aries is going to show up and I'm going to hit him in the leg with a sword. And then he's done. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then, then they spend like 30 minutes out of the 42 minute episode dealing with what comes next. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And there wasn't even like, um, there's, there's this whole thing about finding, uh, Hades helmet. And it literally was like, here's the helmet. Give this to Hades. Tell him to release my mom. Hey, guess what he does? He releases his mom. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's no (laughs) conflict whatsoever in it. I'm like, all right, whatever. No. I wasn't understanding at all, man. I was just like, all right. And up until then, it was a really good show. Like, like I enjoyed it. I looked forward to Wednesday nights when we watched it, where I was like, okay, hey, we get to watch Percy Jackson. And now, like, I was like, oh, okay. Am I going to want to watch a season two of this? Yeah, it's almost like they got renewed and then took the time off. (laughs) (laughs) It it was a very disappointing finale it was very much so i didn't understand man i was just like all right whatever well maybe the new season will open with him waking up from a bad dream (laughs) like they did (laughs) yeah well that too 
Yeah, I was I was wondering what you thought of it because it was it was yeah. I mean, we had uh, talked about like is the only word I can come up with. And we had talked about like how do you stick the landing with all that's got to be done in like 40 minutes. Right. And the answer is you compress the shit out of what should have been a uh hour long episode into 10 minutes and then you set up mm-hmm. season 2. Right. Like, did they need to go back to the camp and have the dude turn evil that was there? Like, right, right. That all it's could like have been the opening season. Everybody forgot two. about that kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, that all could have been done later on in another story, and it's just like, nope, nope. We're gonna spend time on that. It's like, all right. You had the dude playing Ares, which is a professional wrestler, Adam Copeland, mm-hmm. who is it? Is it okay, actor? I mean, he's not the the greatest, yeah. but I mean, he's passable as Ares. And like sure. you have a guy that's physical and can do his own stunts and do all the shit and you take out his Achilles heel and and he's done. And you're like, "Okay." Right. Like why even hire him? Why hire um what's his name? The the guy that played Zeus, the guy that that passed away. Lance Redrick? Yes. Like, maybe maybe you thought his his thing would be expanded in season two, but then, like he's done in like ten minutes too, and it's just like okay, yeah. It's like why did you bother with this? Yeah. So yeah, it was it was strange. It was it was very strange. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go back and watch the movies. Yeah, I want to too. Um, just to see how it differs from the TV show. What yeah. what they've compressed and what like like what they left in and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Do we should we talk about the the person we lost last week? Sure. So, I mean, if you're a fan of The Mandalorian or if you're a fan of the Rocky series, uh, Carl Weathers died unexpectedly last week. I'm sure, Yes. you know, it's not news to anybody now. Um, I don't know what he died of. I don't know if they've released what he died of. Um, but there was a video that was going around. I guess he was supposed to go to a comic convention and he sent a video saying, hey, can't go. Something came up. And then, like, two days later, he was dead. So. He had heart disease. Oh, is that what it was? Yep. Oh. He was only 76. Yeah. I mean, for being a pro football player, that's a pretty long life. Well, and I guess the reason he got into acting was because the the head injury thing was, like, something that really weighed on him. I bet. And he knew that, like, he didn't want to end up, you know, with brain damage. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Now, I know I gave him shit when I when I went up to his table, um, you know, when he wanted to, me to spend three hundred dollars on a on a signature. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's still a little sad that he passed away. 
I did. I did say to my kid, I was like, you know how they say that when you die, your life flashes before your eyes. And she said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, so at some point as he was dying, Carl Weathers saw my face say no thanks and turn around and walk away from his table. If only you had been recording. What? When, when that happened, oh, you yeah, had like a, know. a body cam on you. Yeah. I mean, what, what was, what, what made that weekend even funnier? And I'm sure I told it on here was my friend who I was staying with in his room. Like he had access to the, the buffet room where like, if, you know, if you're a certain level in the hotel, you get, you know, breakfast and lunch for food Mm. or whatever. And we went walking up to the door and he turned around and he looked at me and he goes, don't say a fucking word. And I said, what? (laughs) And he goes, I'm going to move to the side. Don't say a word. And he moved to the side and there's Carl Weathers. And it was the day after that happened. And I was like, come on, let me say something. And he was like, no. Oh, do you think he's remembered you? I'm sure how many people would have said that to him over that weekend. Uh, Well, I'm sure, but you know, there was, there was a point when we were waiting in line at the buffet where like Carl Weathers, like got between me and the dude in front of me to like grab a fork or something. And like, he looked at me and stuff. So I don't know if he remembered me, but it was funny. It's, it's one of those interactions where I was just like, okay, it wasn't a great interaction, but I got to laugh out of it. So, <laughs> yeah. So do you think they, um, do you think that they recast his role in the Mandalorian or did they write him out? Well, I don't know. I mean, they could easily write him out. I mean, none of none of the new season has to take place on Navarro. Right. If it's even about Jinjarin. You know, I mean, we I still think that the Mandalorian was somebody else the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and if it goes back to being more of an episodic adventure, I think that would only help it. Well, so do I. But, I mean, it doesn't sound like we're getting that. We're getting a movie, and then the right. does the movie go up to season four? Because there's somebody had said it does, like, like it's a jumping off point for another season, and it's like, why would you do a movie and then another season of TV? Well, and wasn't the whole idea that these movies that were going to come out were going to tie together the whole universe? With Thrawn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Thrawn was going to be the big bad of the Avengers Assemble Mandalorian universe movie. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. So apparently his... It'll be interesting. His particular cardiovascular disease was in his neck really yeah it's it was the building uh, the buildup of plaque in the artery wall of your of like in in your neck that goes up to your brain i guess interesting yeah i wonder if that's a byproduct of his football career i don't know it according to according to google 
um, this particular version of cardiovascular disease often has no symptoms until a plaque ruptures or the buildup is severe enough to block the blood flow. Oh my God. Yeah. All this shit is fucking fucked up, man. This shit aneurysms <laughs> like, like you can't, you don't see any of this shit coming. Like, I guess there's testing for this stuff, but like how many people are actually testing for it? But apparently the common side effects of this are erectile dysfunction, heart attack, and mini strokes. Oh, well, that's fun. So all of a sudden you can't get sign, it up. Sign me up. <laughs> you might be like, hey, can you check me for plaque, please? <laughs> yeah. Do you think we'd ever find a cure for cancer if instead of spending $7 million for a 30-second commercial on the Super Bowl, they actually invested that money into research? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not well, that they ever would, because God forbid. I'm, I'm very, like, once those, once those commercials played at the Super Bowl, I was like, do we really need this? And then reading online the outrage of not just... Not just like people that are saying shit like that, but like conservatives that are like, why do we need that in the Super Bowl? It's like, wow, okay, you fucked up on both sides. Right. But yeah, if your if your church or your organization has a marketing department, you should be paying mm -hmm. taxes. Exactly. I mean, it's really that simple. Like, because I don't know what it costs for the Super Bowl this year. Like, it had to be a shitload of money. Oh, definitely. I mean, imagine if they just took that money and, like, built housing for the homeless. Right. You would have no more homeless people. Nope. It's so stupid what they think is valuable. So, it uh, apparently it was... Um, it's roughly $7 million for a 30-second spot. Yeah. Um, so they had two, so that's $14 million. Um, but that is a campaign that has, has stretched out over years. So mm -hmm. I can't imagine how much they've, they've spent on trying to get this message out that Jesus was one of us. And it's like, you don't think religious people think that you don't think that, Right. That the hardcore religious people don't think that Jesus would be hanging out with them shooting guns. Right. Like people think that Jesus is too much like them is the problem. Mm hmm. Like Jesus was hanging out with hookers and like the, the oppressed. He wasn't hanging out with right. like the rich people. Right. So like, uh, what are you doing? You know, and I don't know what was a bigger waste of money, that or the $7 million that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spent on his commercial. Jesus Christ. Where he took the, the ad for his uncle's campaign. I guess, I mm -hmm. guess it was his uncle, right? Um, and yep. like put his pictures in over it so that you could vote independent for him. And it was like, Jesus, dude, right. like you're just fucking this up, man. Oh, and, and JFK's family all came out against him. Yep. 
Yep, they are ashamed of him. I mean, they're, he's yeah, no, he's a piece of shit. Yep. So yeah, seven million dollars, fourteen million dollars for them to do those two commercials yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's sad. The human race is going down the toilet so fast. Can't even grab onto the seat so you don't get sucked down. <laughs> it's just gonna it's just gonna happen overnight. It's gonna be like that scene in the movie. Did you ever see Red Dawn with Patrick yeah. Swayze? Yep. Where, you know, it's just another ordinary day and all of a sudden they're like Russian paratroopers shooting people up and you know parachuting into the high school but this time they're going to be led by Tucker like, Carlson don't don't he should not be allowed back in the country there should be some mix up you can't tell me he's not a traitor like that's just fucked up man it, uh, yeah yeah see the so the I know we're going back to this, but like um, there was all that talk this week, like Trump pissed a lot of people off because he basically told Russia to attack NATO countries. And like if Trump was if Trump was president, he wouldn't do anything about it. And I was just looking at that and I was like, Mm -hmm. Russia can't even get through a war with Ukraine. Once they go against NATO, what do you think is going to happen? Like Russia's, well, I mean, it's all about creating chaos. I guess, but like Russia can't it's all cause about the creating chaos. chaos. It's just very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sad, sad state of affairs. That's all right. The um, they announced this week the. Uh, Atlantic Ocean Current is going to collapse. And then... Oh, sweet. And then we're in for um, super uh, super hurricanes uh, that will just slam into the coast and destroy, like, all the coastal towns. Mm-hmm. So that's coming. It's going to cause an ice hey, age in yay. Europe. Like, it's... Cool. It's, it's going to be a lot. So maybe the end of democracy uh-huh. isn't that big of a deal because... Yeah. You know we're not we're not gonna make it through, so whatever. Right. Oh, good times. <laughs> well, hey, here's a bit of good news. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson gave an interview with the magazine Empire, and he says Mace Window is not dead. He would be open to doing his own Disney Plus series. <laughs> it's like I would watch that shit. I would as too. long as it's better than Secret Invasion. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see them doing something where, like, you know, they've established the network of um, surviving Jedi, like, that are trying to get out of, like, the Empire's way. Why couldn't that have been head up by Mace Windu? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole whole story arc there that they could do. Right. But, I mean... uh, you know, Bob Iger says they're going to start pulling back production on all this shit. And it's like, but you're raising prices for Disney plus. What are you going to show to keep those Mm -hmm. people there? Right. 
Yeah. Uh, so I said I was watching my, my Netflix, which now does commercials. Okay. And then I was watching, I forget what I was watching on Amazon. Oh, I think Scotland PA was on Amazon. And they're doing the same thing. And apparently there's now a class action lawsuit against it. Yes, because it's false advertising because that's supposed to come free with your with your prime. Yep. But I mean, think of the company though. Like they don't they don't necessarily um have two day shipping anymore. Right. So why not go back on everything else? Like it, it's just a right. it's just an evolution of their their business model at that point. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a shitty thing of like I know that they're not going to do it, but like grandfather and the people that have been with you for a while. Sure. You know you know how old Fuck those everybody else. Yeah, th- you know how old those those accounts are. Mm-hmm. You know, or or hey, make it worth their while. If you spend X amount in like shopping on Amazon, you get the ad free tier. You know, something well, or bullshit offer like that. a cheaper version of of Amazon Prime without without that the maybe doesn't video? have. Yeah, without the video and maybe without free shipping and, you know, it's just called a catalog. <laughs> But the thing I don't get is the class action suit is is seeking about five million dollars. It's like that's it. This should be like hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And you know, by being a class act, class action suit, I mean the most anybody is going to get out of it is like three bucks. You're not going to see that $5 million. That's going to the lawyers. Yeah. I mean, that three bucks is exactly what you pay, pay an extra a month for fucking the ad free. So, you know, they're like, hey, free right. the free month. Yeah. I mean, it really is like fucked up that the business model has changed that much. I was well, I mean, this is just capitalism at its finest. I guess. I was looking at something. Um, I forget what streaming service it was, but it, it has like all the, the cable channels that like you can't get through like other streaming services. I can't remember which one it was. And I was looking at it and um, I said, oh, what's the price on this for the cheapest tier? It's 80 bucks a month. It's like, why not just have fucking cable again? Right. Like you're not, you're not saving anything at that point. And cable companies are probably wanting you to come back. So they'd probably give you a better fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, uh, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. all crazy it is cray 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 (laughs) oh boy all right you have anything else for this week uh they've cast the next karate kid for the new movie he is one of the actors from um american American born Born Chinese Chinese. yeah we we both like that Mm -hmm. show 
Which they canceled yeah. on Disney. <laughs> yes. I really don't understand Disney's thoughts. You're, you're, you're getting rid of all of the programming. So what are you going to show to keep people on Disney Plus? But they're going to put $60 billion into theme parks. And how much did they pay for their stake in Epic Games? Because, you know, Disney's got a great track record with video games. <laughs> so that they can I do like a it. Fortnite fucking season or something? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Okay, look, if they if they let you run around with a Mickey Mouse skin where he's killing fools, I might I might look into that. Because I think that would be fun. You know they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. It's going to be nothing more than an amalgamation of the other Disney games they've had out. You know, uh, Mirrorverse and all that crap. Yeah. We're like the bad guys are the bad guys and the good guys are the good guys. And, you know, there might be one or two edgy characters, but it's not going to be Fortnite. I mean, they did talk they about would kill their brand. They did talk about something with Fortnite, though. No, I know they did, but I don't think it's going to be and Fortnite, the same as Fortnite. Well, Fortnite has had Disney-owned characters, so they've done a bunch of Marvel stuff. They've done um, they they do a, a May the Fourth thing every year with Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. I don't think it'll be like I don't think it will be the Fab Five. Disney characters like you're not going to see Disney princesses and shit in Fortnite but I do think that like there would be characters that they would release that are Disney branded characters not so much like Marvel you know it'll be interesting to see what happens with it but I don't have a lot of hope I I kind of feel like it's automatically another um Right off waiting to happen. Probably. But who knows? I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Oh, speaking of write offs, did you see the, the article about um, Warner Brothers wanting to delete all of the files for the Acme versus Roadrunner? Or yes. Acme versus Coyote or whatever that movie was? Mm-hmm. Instead of selling it, instead of making their money back? They're just going to delete the yep. files. It's like, what the fuck, man? I just hope there are editors who have backed up their work. Oh, there's got to be. I'm sure at some point we'll go to conventions or something and there'll be bootlegs of Batgirl and like <laughs> this movie and shit. Right. The way that there was Star Wars holiday special. Right. You know. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, for all the shit that people do put out, I can't imagine it being that bad. I mean, we're getting a Knuckles TV show with fucking Idris Elba in it. Come on. (laughs) You're not looking forward to that? That sounds awesome. (sighs) Sure. All right, you got anything else? Oh, well. No, that's it. All right. 
All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter. No, not on Twitter, on Facebook and YouTube, and let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Ironically, it is the cold brew that stokes the fire-breathing dragon. (laughs) 